0: Good afternoon, beautiful ones, and welcome to Truth. It's Jan, aka the OG Brooklyn Girl. And it's getting that time, it's getting close to the end of the year, so you know how we have to look back, and especially now that we're going into an entire new new decade, basically we're at the end of one. So people have been looking back on their lives in the past, you know, 10 years and trying to figure out, you know, what they've grown from, what they've improved from, or what how their lives have changed. Because a lot of people in 10 years, your life can either change or can stay the same. It depends on what you do. So um, I decided to do a little bit of reflecting for my last nine years. And I just want to share it with you. So some of y'all that have listened to my show consistently know that for most of it, I was in a relationship with someone. And for the past two years, I have basically been on my own. So that covered about eight years. So 2010, 2010, I was still in New York, still going through the motions of wanting to be this great photographer, still going through the motions of being this epic writer, being in the city that never sleeps, the city that's called my home competing with people I shouldn't have been competing with. All these things I was doing. And then with the reconnection of the person that I dated for six years it was like you know finally I got something that I wanted. Which was him. And then when it didn't turn out the way I thought it would then I got upset. And it took me in these past two years to realize that I honestly just did not really love myself and I take ownership of the fact of not speaking up during our relationship. I take ownership of the fact for letting shit go on for too long. I will always take ownership for that because it was my fault for not speaking up when I was supposed to and for waiting for things to boil up in me and be upset and frustrated rather than just having the conversations when the conversations needed to be held. So then I decided this year to go into therapy, and so far it's been working pretty good for me because I'm learning a lot more about myself, learning a lot more about the type of person that I am in the sense of how I deal with things, and learning to be very open and comfortable with my feelings. Because my therapist told me that I was just a really practical person. I'm the type of person, if you give me a problem or you state something that I'm looking for practical ways to help, you know? So if there is something that you're emotionally going through or you're like, I'm just really frustrated at like my significant other, all these other things. Try and finding practical ways to deal with it, realizing that practical doesn't always work in the land of emotions emotions are very chaotic emotions are very messy so it's like trying to make something make sense in something like that can sometimes be really hard for me because I'm very pragmatic I'm just like just handle the shit like if I have a discussion with you and we talk about it and we supposedly come to a consensus don't hit me with the messiness of your emotions again because I'm like, I thought we talked about this. I thought we came to a conclusion. And that has been one of the things I've realized. Is that you can't talk people out their messes. And you can't talk people out of their emotions. Sometimes you just got to let them do them. But at the same time, that didn't, should allow you to be the person that has to be the bearer of their bullshit. You have to find a balance as well. So... Um, perfect example is the guy that I had the situationship with. He didn't want it to end. So he decided that he was going to do the stupid shit of basically, I'm going to, you know, say that I'll do something and then go right back to reverting to being the emotional mess and blaming me for the fact that I didn't want to be with him. And what makes it even harder for me with that situation was because I told him I didn't want to be with him because one, it didn't start out right. And you know when relationships don't start out correctly, not all the time, but sometimes you know, you know it's not going to go anywhere. And then the other thing was he had a kid. And I really did not want to be a stepmom. I went through that in a prior relationship years ago, and I didn't want to do that again. I really didn't. And I told him this on more than one occasion, but he has it in his head that when we were both older and his son was out of school or whatever, that we would end up together and living in Seattle. I'm like, I don't want to fucking go to Seattle. I'm like, it's amazing how People will put what they want on you as if that's going to change your mind. No. But what I realized in that situation, Chip, and I've seen it before, is that I was a villain in his story because he didn't get what he wanted. And a lot of times people always want to, like, look for closure or want to express how you made them feel, which is fine. But what we also have to realize is that we will always somehow end up being a villain in someone's story, especially when they didn't get what they wanted from us because that makes us a bad person. It could be the most basic thing that you didn't give them, but it makes you a bad person because you didn't give it to them. I know I'm a villain in his story because I didn't give him the relationship he wanted. I didn't give him the time, I didn't give him the space. I didn't allow him to infiltrate my life as far as he wanted to. I didn't allow it. As soon as he started to revert back to how he felt emotionally or wanted to basically blackmail me into giving him what he wanted, I blocked him on everything, phone, email, messenger, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, whatever it was, because I wasn't about to go through the stupidness that happens to some people around the holidays or whenever they talk to their exes or their exes hit them up. That is one concept I would never understand. And it really depends on the ex, I suppose. But if you had a really bad relationship with someone, there should be no reason why anyone should have a con should have contact with you. I don't care if your mama lo- if your mama loved you, I don't give a shit. There should be no reason why the person who's putting you through garbage, who's putting you through stress, who's putting you through crap, should have any access to you. But that is one of the things I have always done. And I would never want to preach to people to do anything because you can't tell people to do shit. But for me, when it comes to not dealing with people's bullshit, I'll be the first one to cut you out of my life. And that has always been my level of protection. It has nothing to do with you. It has all to do with me. And that is my quote-unquote selfish tendency. For example, I've gotten into fights with people in my life, and there have been three main fights. The woman I call my sister now, one of my friends from high school, and the guy that I dated those past six years. All of those friendships and relationships had, we had an argument, had a fight for different reasons, and I didn't speak to them for years, going on at least a decade, because that is my level of protection. I don't want to have to deal with your shit and you sure as fuck don't want to deal with mine because, again, then the thoughts come back and all of this and feeling pressure to talk to them. Nope, just block them because eventually time passes and I did not wish any ill will on them. I did not. I just wanted them out of my space and that's what I did and when I talked to my therapist about that, she was like, that is very pragmatic very practical she says but how did you deal with the feelings of it and the way I dealt with the feelings of it I just didn't get involved or make people involved in my life at that level anymore I don't need you as a best friend I don't need you as someone who's going to lie to me about what he's doing I didn't need all that what I needed was someone who's going to be there and The other thing about it was, it was never about avoiding confrontation. Because that's one thing I do not avoid. not going to avoid confrontation, especially when I'm ready to have it out with you. I don't mind talking to people about problems. I don't mind getting to the root of it. I don't mind having the discussion. Don't even mind having the argument. But when you go back to the same reasoning, when you revert back to the same bullshit that you did, guess what? It doesn't do anything for me. You're literally rehashing old stuff, and most of the time I'm hoping that the person is grown from it, but 90% of the time they don't. 90% of the time they still stuck on it, and that is perfectly within their right. Because again, they're processing their feelings, and there's no way I can tell someone, but well, you need to get over it. That's like telling someone who's depressed, you need to get over it. No, you work through your process just like I work through mine. And working through does not involve us being in contact with each other. And I think that within itself is where the balance comes in. You can take as much time as you need to do whatever you need to do for your life because it is your life. But if you're going to come back to me with the same things, I don't have to deal with it because I have my life. I have my issues and I have my own things to deal with. And usually when I'm in a situation with someone... Or a relationship, friendship, whatever, and it doesn't work out, it really depends on how we ended. If we ended because you decided that you just wanted to be an asshole, I'm not talking to you. If it ended because I fucked up, I will own my fuck up. But again, not gonna rehash it with you. And if you are the type to hold people's foibles and behaviors against them I own mine so telling me stuff that I did or telling me stuff that I've done doesn't really affect me because I know I did it the way it affects people is if you change the behavior and that's one of the reasons why I went into therapy because I needed to change the behavior but I'm not about to introduce you into my life again after I know exactly the person you are Because the truth of it is, some people who are willing to change will change. Some of them that aren't willing to change, they won't fucking change. And that is the truth. So these past 10 years have really been a reflection of what I went through in my 20s and in my 30s. This past year has been a reflection of learning the art of doing adulting and growing up, and taking care of things, and not being afraid, and just facing shit head on, and just plowing through. That is what this last year has been. This last year I know has not been great for a lot of people, especially the people I'm close to. It's been a lot of stress. It's been a lot of anger. It's been a lot of, I can't believe this has happened. And while there have been some great highs, there's also been some really sad lows. But that's life. So my biggest focus now is to make sure that I process my feelings properly. For example, there is someone at my job who I have a really ridiculous crush on and it happens to be a woman. This is the first time in my life that I've actually had a crush on a woman in my big ass 43 years. And it is unexplained. All I did was see her. And it wasn't like... It wasn't like a butterflies in the stomach sort of crush. It's like a visceral, I want to have sex with this woman crush. Like, no joke. And while I'm trying to process it, when I interact with her, I feel myself holding myself back. Not doing the same things I do with other people. Like at my job, I am a big hugger. I like hugging people, but I can always tell those that don't want hugs. But I'll hug my coworkers, you know, and but like with her, I'm afraid to touch her. Meaning like even a hand on the back, even a slight greeting like to move past her, like all these things. And I've noticed my behavior. I'm totally aware of it. Totally. And I try not to treat her any different than I would anyone else. Meaning, like, if someone needs help, someone, I try my best not to. Because I want it to be not this thing of, like, I like you and I'm stupid. But what I'm trying to figure out is why the visceral reaction, one. And then, two, where are these feelings coming from? And I know some might say, well, you haven't been in a relationship for a while. Or you're just lonely or whatever. It could be. But I figured this is the perfect opportunity for me to learn how to process my own feelings, process my own emotions, process my own reactions to things. And so that's what I'm doing. I'm trying to learn, what is this? Like, why is this happening? And not put like a practical reason on it. To me, it's very existential. To me, it's very like past life shit. To me, it's very, not necessarily like, you know, that twin flame thing. I believe all souls are connected because we come from one source, but soulmates to me can be like friends, you know, your family. Sometimes we are in these situations because these people meant something to us. Sometimes you can meet someone and the connection's automatic and I think that's what it is with her. But the problem with this is that because of the society we live in now, and probably back then, I'm sure we weren't the genders we were. I'm sure one of us was one journey and one of us was another. Or if we were, we probably got burned at the stake for it. But you understand what I'm saying? But I'm trying to process the feeling. Because this is the first time in a very long time where outside of looking at another, because I've seen very attractive males that I've been attracted to. But this is the first time I've had a visceral reaction to a woman. And this is different for me. So I'm just processing as it goes. And I was telling my sister and I was just like, I don't know what it is, you know. It could be something about her energy. It could be something about the way she is. But I'm gonna just let it run through. Let the energy let my feelings run their course. Let the energy run its course. Because again, crushes happen all the time. But it's not, you know. It's for me. It's just like I'm gonna finally let this part of me deal with it. Finally, let my feelings just be whatever. And however it ends up, it ends up. Like not gonna you know be disheartened or upset or you know just let the feelings ride because they're there they're valid they are important I don't want to dismiss them so I'm gonna let it run its course but in these other past 10 years I've realized that and I've known this for a while but most people will never be your friend. Most people, no matter what, will never be your friend. They'll never be the friend you want them to be. It just won't happen. They won't be the person you want them to be. They won't be the, um, they won't be that butt that you were completely looking for. It won't be that type of, relationship that you were hoping. And I know as an adult, it's so hard to make like adult friends because I know this is gonna sound very cliche, but we're all very tired people. Very fucking tired people. I don't know any adult these days that isn't tired physically, mentally, financially, you know, like just drained as fuck. And trying to make friendships with adult people, trying to get together and go out and hang out and do things that don't require being in the workplace and all that. It's hard as fuck. And I realize this because I know not everybody can be your friend. Not everyone will be your friend. Not everyone you'll be able to confide in. Not at all. And myself included. Cause I like to talk. And my thing about it is, and if you couldn't tell, like the talk, we're going on like almost 19 minutes here. But um, I don't like to tell people other people's business, especially when they're going through something, especially when it's something that is affecting them deeply. But when I'm not actively listened to, when I'm actively just disregarded from my feelings, When I'm actively looking at people who are supposed to be in charge, people I'm supposed to respect because of their titles and what they do, I'm like, no. And there's always a part of me that's hard to trust individuals, especially because I know they're human beings. Human beings flip-flop all the time, whether it's good or bad. Most of the time, you hope it's good. But most of the time, I know it's not. So for me, I literally sit and I just watch people, but I realize that not everyone can be your friend. And that within itself is okay. So for these 10 years, it's been a lot of growth. It's been a lot of paying attention. It's been a lot of painful inner work that I still have to do. But I'm proud of myself. Because I'm doing the work. I wake up every morning and I feel a little bit lighter. I wake up every morning and I'm thankful for everything that I have. My own little apartment, my own food, my job, um, my clothes, the fact that I have a washer and dryer in my apartment. Like, all these little things I'm very happy for. I'm happy for the friendships that I have and the friendships that I will make. And I'm just happy that I finally am taking myself in hand to learn more about myself. And I love myself. I do. I love myself wholeheartedly because I know I am a work in progress. So I want you guys, when you're going into like looking back at your life, especially these last 10 years, look back and think, you know, what are you proud of? What accomplishments have you done or not done? Because again, it's highs and lows. What would you like to change? If there's something that you actively want to change, then go ahead and do it. Don't wait, in fact, until the new year to do it. Like Literally, it is the 28th. You can start today. You can literally be like, you know what? I want to change my diet. Do a little bit of research. If you need to see a nutritionist, see a nutritionist. I recommend seeing a nutritionist because then you can find out how your metabolism works, you know, what foods will help you. And especially if you're like doing like a weight loss journey or a weight gain journey where like you're trying to figure out like what exercises to do. Sometimes nutritionists can give you the right foods that will help you power through whatever you want to do. But it doesn't have to wait until like January 1. You can do that shit now. I know the new year is great because it's like brand new but a lot of times we don't always have the three days we know how life is so any changes that you want to make anything that you want to accomplish anything that you want to do do it now where you can look back at 2030 and be like you know i did so much shit that i am prosperous i am happy my abundance is overflowing my family, my friends, my life, whatever is just in, it's been an amazing ride. Like, where well, you want to say that to yourself in the next 10 years. So, no matter what your goal is, no matter what you want to accomplish, start today. And I know this sounds self-helpy, but literally, you have to love yourself and you have to take care of yourself because you are literally, no matter how many friends you have, no matter how many family members you have. You are doing it by yourself. No one else can do the work but you. So you really got to do that. Okay? And that's all I got to say for truth today. Hope you guys have a blessed and wonderful Saturday. And I'll talk to you all in the new year. Bye.